Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network. Tim Wildman here. Thanks for joining us. Today is August the 12th, in case you were wondering. Fred Jackson joins me this morning. Good morning. Great to be here. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Chris Woodward. Good morning. Chris is, uh, how long have you been with our news team now? Uh, I just hit 11 years on August 2nd. And uh, Chris, uh, Jack, uh, Fred, what's your name again? <laughs> it's the name of that tropical storm that's coming right Oh, now. yeah. We're going to talk about Fred. <laughs> tropical storm Fred headed headed yeah. uh, toward the Gulf of Mexico. Hey, uh, tell our listeners about the new um, our rebranding of our new webs of our website of our news service. We are extremely excited about this, Tim. Our IT team has done a terrific job of redesigning what used to be One News Now. We talked about that for so many years. It's now called American Family News. If you go to afn.net, afn.net, uh, you will see our brand new site there. It looks really cool. Uh, a lot of uh, visual pleasure there, images uh, associated with right, each I'm gonna story. I'm going to go there now. Typing in what now? AFN. AFN. Dot net. Dot net. Uh-huh. Okay. There uh, it is. That's yeah. our brand new website. We Our, our news service is now called American Family News. Yeah. And, uh, boy, it looks great. It uh, does. Looks great. Go check it out, folks. It's called uh, AFN.net. It's a news site that... Fred and Chris and the rest of the team put together every day uh, for, and it's gaining a lot of momentum. Oh, yeah. Uh, We have a new feature in the center column. We have something called Trending Stories, and you can see how many people have read a particular story, what the most popular story on the site is right now. And the site, right, uh, the most popular story is one Texas Democrats slowly surrender as GOP moves to Mm -hmm. end holdout. And so that's very popular. Also, up in the top bar, you see something called Audio Brief. I think we're going to change that to Newscast. That is our latest podcast of our radio newscasts. Okay. So you can listen to the latest news stories that you hear on American Family Radio News. Check it out, folks. Uh, Our brand new website for American Family News. You know, there are not a lot of places you can go to trust what you read and see. In today's world, especially with how liberal the uh, much of the news media has mm-hmm. become, mm-hmm. Uh, woke, yes, uh, pro-socialist, uh, and they skew uh, the truth. Quite frankly, yeah. So we are we don't do that at AFN AFN dot net AFN dot net. Check that out, Chris. What about this uh, Fred tropical storm? Yes. Thank you very much. I'm going to, I did go to a, a university known for its meteorological program, so it's an honor to be able to I share this information. I don't know if you pronounce that word right. But, uh, <laughs> I speak good. Okay. Uh, yeah, so we've got a, a tropical storm. It's actually a tropical depression, and uh-huh. it's named Fred. Uh, it's continuing to move toward Florida and could make landfall as early as tomorrow. It might even become a tropical storm by the time it does hit the U.S., and in terms of where it might hit Florida, that's kind of up in the air at the moment, no pun intended. 
Uh, it's some tracks have it hitting the Pensacola area. Other tracks have it hitting uh, west of the Florida Keys. So at some point but tomorrow, it's not a hurricane, not even a tropical storm yet. Yeah, right? it is currently a. It was a tropical storm. It got downgraded. Now it's a, a tropical depression. But it's named Fred. Well, you'd be depressed too if you got downgraded. <laughs> That's right. Uh, it is the sixth named uh, storm of okay. the year in this hurricane season. It follows Hurricane Elsa, which is uh, a storm from uh, earlier this summer. They yeah. predicted as many as um, twenty. Uh, name storms this year somewhere yeah, in the uh, really? double digit area. So right now we're only is this, at six. This is a, a tropical. What is it now? Depression. Depression. Tropical, you know. You know. I I think the folks who have lived in Florida for many years now they they prepare for hurricanes. But when they yeah. hear something like a tropical depression, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, they don't even it's good stop. rainfall. They don't even stop walking. <laughs> it's it's kind of like us in uh, in Mississippi. You, you uh-huh. hear, tornado watch you just go it's another day mm-hmm. it's another day <laughs> yeah <laughs> but but uh people from california you know you visiting here you say tornado watch they go like Where, where's the bunker yes <laughs> oh yeah you know, where's my safe, yeah. safe space uh yeah for those that have never been to mississippi uh it's not uncommon for us to have a tornado and then that'll be followed by an ice storm <laughs> We might even have an ice storm and then a tornado. So, yeah, you know, yeah, if you don't yeah. like our weather, wait till tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, that's right. All right, so uh, that's what's going on weather-wise. What's in the news? Well, the president of the United States uh, is uh, in favor of helping other people in their economies uh, because uh, the Biden administration is now calling on OPEC to boost oil production to help combat the rise in gasoline prices. So, in other words... Uh, the president. This is a joke, right? No, it is not. It sounds like a Babylon Bee article, but it's yeah. not. Yes, uh, right, environmentalist me, Joe Biden. Yeah. Okay, folks. In case you're wondering, I'm going to reset President Biden's first days in office. You remember, he made news mm-hmm. because he canceled the Keystone Pipeline. Yes. Which was a, a major new uh, uh, project being built yes. that would help America become more energy independent. Yes. Thousands of Americans were already working on it. Yes. It was went from Canada down to the Houston area, I think it was. Yeah, it would, yeah. There is a portion of it that is already completed. That is the southern leg. Um, okay. So this would connect basically Canada to the southern portion. But, but Biden canceled it. Mm-hmm. Just said, quit building it. We're not building it because we're getting away from fossil fuels mm-hmm. because it's causing the planet to burn down, right? Mm-hmm. Now, six months later, he says, okay, while we're going to quit producing oil in America, yes. hey, Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. you need to help us with more oil. Please, please help us. Because we got to get gas prices down. Mm-hmm. Now, explain to me how that possibly makes any sense. Well, it, it doesn't. It, it's literally um, a way in his mind to kind of please the environmentalists that don't want us um, putting so, more emissions so wait a into the air. So, America, we don't want to cause the planet to burn down. Mm-hmm. But as long as Saudi Arabia does it, we're good. Yeah. yeah. And it's not hyperbole to keep saying Saudi Arabia. They are kind of the de facto leader of OPEC. Right. Uh, and there's a bunch of other countries that are involved, wait, wait. many of which don't like the U.S. Listen, if there was ever a contrast between uh, former President Trump and current President Biden right. when it comes to this, President Trump's stated aim, what he worked on, 
was to make America energy independent. And he succeeded. Mm -hmm. He succeeded in that. Right. And now Joe Biden cancels Keystone, basically says that uh, I think, you know, petroleum's dirty. We have to do something, climate change and all that. But now he understands the price, the average price of gasoline. Chris, you can check me if I'm wrong on this. Is up over a dollar. Yeah, you it's mean since up, he took office? Since he in the last several months, it's uh, up, up. Yeah, in the last okay. year. I guess in the last was. year, today's today's national average for a gallon of regular is three dollars eighteen cents. A year ago at this time, it wow. was two dollars seventeen cents. Okay, and, and don't ahead. forget, it's not just when you uh, the cost that you're going to see when you put gasoline in your car, folks. The price of fuel like this is going to affect your food prices. Because right. the food, it already is. Yeah, yeah, the food has to get from the warehouse to your grocery store, right. and they have to spend more money getting it there. Right. That, that's assuming they even have workers to be able to make the food that you're going to eat and yeah. buy. And but yesterday I saw Biden, and he was talking about this. And bless his heart, <laughs> I'm giving him another year, and then he'll have to retire, or or either he won't be able to make public appearances. He 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 called the governor of Michigan yesterday, Jennifer. He did. Uh, in, in, in her name is Gretchen, obviously. It that's is. her first name. Mm-hmm. She's the governor of the state of Michigan. Now, and he, he, as I've said, we all make mistakes. We all call people the wrong name sometimes. So that's that's a, that's how humans are. But we're not the president. But we're not the president <laughs> of the United States, and he's doing it daily. And if you watch the, uh, the president, you can clearly see he is uh, struggling. Mm-hmm. But anyway, and it's not getting better. However, back to the back to the point here. So the president of the United States yesterday, who shut down the Keystone pipeline, mm-hmm. is pleading with OPEC to produce more oil so that our gas prices don't continue to soar. Yep. So it, it makes no sense whatsoever. Yep. Uh, yep. To to and and he's he's still uh, you know I think he cut off that Keystone pipeline early on because he wanted to try to get it behind him and get it behind the Democrats because it was very unpopular mm-hmm. with uh, a lot of people in this country. Well, and it's not just Keystone. Uh, over the last several months also, basically he's shutting down any new yeah. Ex- exploration. Yeah, uh, in federal the, lands. In, in Alaska, all of these sorts New of Mexico. things. New Mexico. Yep. It's bad. It's bad. So... Uh, I tell you what, the Democrats better hope that uh, their high-risk uh, get off fossil fuels, get rid of uh, oil production, get rid of energy independence pays out for pays off for them. Because if it doesn't, we're going to be we're going to be in a world of hurt. Well, you know, and a lot of people bring this up kind of to mock California, but California is one of those states that wants us to make a. a big transition yeah. to electric vehicles, but they have the rolling blackouts often. Yeah. How are you going to charge your car if you have a blackout? Yeah. We'll move on to the next story, but let me just add this editorial comment. Uh, I don't know whether there's global warming going on or climate change is, is a, to use that expression to me is a joke because it means whatever happens, I win. Because uh, climate is going to change. Mm-hmm. So I just say climate change. I blame it on fossil fuels and the Republicans are for fossil fuels. Us, uh, this is how I can, if I'm a Democrat, I can defeat the Republicans on this issue. However, even if there is global warming going on, it's not man-made. That's right. It's not man-made. Right. So, and, and furthermore, this is, again, this is my opinion, and I've done a lot of reading on this. 
But uh, also, uh, not only is it not man-made or man-caused, these globalists, these socialists, which are found in the Democrat Party, a lot of them in the United States, not all of them are Democrats or socialists, but a lot of them are in the, in the U.S., is they want to, I mean, they want to go after the United States in particular while letting China and India mm-hmm. do whatever they want. That's right. So the United States is supposed, this is what President Trump talked about you, with, the, with the Paris Climate Accords. So wait a minute, he's, he, President Trump was saying, you want us, the United States, to do all this regulation, all this shutdown, all this stop drilling, stop. You want us to do all this while China and India are the top two polluters in the world, and you people who are after us, the United States, don't have anything to say to China and India. Right. So you then wonder, well, maybe there's another agenda at hand here, right? Yep. Maybe it isn't climate change or men or uh, so much as it is ending capitalism. Right. Right. I mean, it does beg the question. I, I think that's obvious, but. Uh, well, I, I just think that people like Joe Biden and Barack Obama, they're globalists. Yeah, they are. And they, they, they feel the United States should somehow be subject to a global philosophy. And therefore, that's why one of the first things that Joe Biden did, we're going back into the Paris Climate Accord. Right. And there you have John Kerry, who is the, what do they call the climate He's czar? He's a climate envoy. Climate czar or something like that. As he, as he jets around yeah. the world on his private plane. What is it, 18 trips he's made in the last few months on he his private plane? He flew to Obama's and then uh, when he, plane. Uh, when trip. John Kerry was asked about it, he's the climate czar for Biden. When he's asked about it, never will forget it. He says, I'm a pretty important guy. Yeah. Special <laughs> presidential envoy for climate. Yeah, uh, We've created a position for him. Remember that? I'm a pretty, pretty important guy. I'm pretty important. Yeah. You better right. not question me. I'm important. All right. So Joe Biden, uh, he's there. the Biden administration is worried. Gas prices are going to continue to go up, and it's going to hurt the Democrats. Mm-hmm. And so now he's begging OPEC to please help him out while he shuts down oil in America. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's not a Babylon B story. It's not a Saturday Night Live, Live skit. That's uh, that's the news in America. That's uh, progressive irrationality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In, right in front of us. Go ahead, Well, Chris. speaking of progressive irrationality, one of the places that uh, pretty much is kind of leading that uh, movement right now is Loudoun County, Virginia. They're in the news today because the Loudoun County, Virginia school board voted last night to approve a new policy expanding the rights of what are often referred to as transgender students. After a 7-2 uh, to vote, uh, the Loudoun County school system has decided that teachers are going to have to be required to use a student's preferred pronouns. And then a student can compete in a sporting event as the gender in which he or she identifies. So a biological male can compete against biological females in track and field or something of that sort based on this um, vote last night in Loudoun County, Virginia. I do have a phone call later today with Virginia Cobb of the Family Foundation of Virginia who has long fought things like this. So uh, perhaps uh, my next appearance on here I can bring that in. I'm sorry. Repeat what they're doing again in Loudoun County. Loudoun County is northwest of um, Washington D.C. Yeah. So it's just it's basically make it's um, suburban D.C. People that yeah people that work in D.C. reside in this area. One of the areas there in the uh, northern Virginia area. Now the school board of this county yes has done what now they voted seven to two to uh, approve 
rights of transgender students. So a teacher is going to be referred to is going to be required to refer to Bobby as she or they if that is what Bobby wants that teacher to call him. A, an individual can be a they. Mm-hmm. Yes. Does that mean you got multiple transgendered personalities? Yeah, there are some that believe they are both or the other besides what they were born with. Okay, that's nuts. Well, you, progressive irrationality, as you They are otherwise it. known as nuts. <laughs> huh? Uh, man, if I'm in Loudoun County and my kids go to the public schools there, I'm either getting out, I'm going to run for school board, so we fire all the rest mm-hmm. of the, fire all these uh, people that are making these crazy pronouncements for all the teachers to follow. What else did they do? You can they said, compete that boy, as they the, said boys can uh, can play on girls sports teams, right? Yes, which yes. is something Alliance Defending Freedom has been in and out of court fighting for a couple of years now. Loudoun County, uh, the school board there has become ground zero, and I think it's an increasing battle across the country of who's in charge of our school system. Yeah. Parents there, first it was critical race theory. Remember, we've had some big blow-ups mm-hmm. at school board meetings in Loudoun County, mm-hmm. and now this issue comes along. This, this is at the forefront of what this country is going to have to decide. Do parents matter anymore? Loudoun County basically has told parents in that county, we don't care what you think. We know what's best for your children. We don't want to hear from you. So just well, shut up, parents, and we're going to uh, do with your children whatever we want to do with them. Yeah, what you got to do there is, like I said, either you um, decide it's a, a winnable fight so you run for school board and defeat these uh, progressive school board members mm-hmm. who are doing this, or you exit get out you go homeschool christian school move to another county yeah but uh we do have the audio of the uh the teacher that has a lot of news outlets talking uh the lady named laura morris who basically famous famously just said i quit this week and did a big mic drop so to speak i can uh, play this for you right now now laura was upset with uh not only the transgender stuff that we're talking about here but critical race theory and some of the other controversial curriculum to which she said i as a christian can't do this anymore clip one This summer, I have struggled with the idea of returning to school, knowing that I'll be working yet again with a school division that, despite its shiny tech and flashy salary, promotes political ideologies that do not square with who I am as a believer in Christ. After reading about your lack of consideration for the growing population of concerned citizens in this division, clearly evidenced by the emails sent by the superintendent, last year reminding me that a dissenting opinion is not allowed even to be spoken in my personal life going so far as to send a form to my colleagues and i encouraging us to fill it out if we hear one another speaking against the controversial policies being promoted by this school board and adopted in this county i thought it necessary to resign in front of you school board i quit I quit your policies, I quit your trainings, and I quit being a cog in a machine that tells me to push highly politicized agendas on our most vulnerable constituents. You know, what has, you know what has happened in Loudoun County? China, communist China, has arrived in Loudoun County. Did you hear what she had to say? They were sent, the teachers in that county were sent a form to fill out, to snitch on a fellow teacher who might disagree with the school board. 
This is this is this is mm. this is China. China in Loudoun County, Virginia. Yeah, it's it, it, it's the way totalitarian states work, and that is going on. The the far left in this country is trying to control completely yes. everything, all the messaging, the media, everything. Yep. Uh, in fact, did you guys see where Rand Paul, the senator from Kentucky? Mm-hmm. Okay, so he has a speech, mm-hmm. gives a talk. Uh, uh, about the ineffectiveness of cloth mask against the COVID. Medical doctor. Medical is. doctor, and he cites two peer-reviewed studies and only quotes from them, right, Chris? Mm-hmm. Correct. In a story that you can read about at AFN.net. Okay. So, a United States senator, YouTube bans him. Huh? They took it down, mm-hmm. and they put him in uh, YouTube timeout, so to speak. Am I right about this? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And... uh what did the senator say? We're trying to get him on, by the way. Yeah, he sees it as a badge of honor for being suspended from YouTube. Yeah, but yeah, but he he's his crime. I put that in quotations. Mm-hmm. Was citing two peer reviewed studies uh, that uh, a number of people do in all kinds of YouTube that, that videos. Cloth masks are not effective against mm-hmm. uh, COVID. Right, and you know, to me. Well, I mentioned this yesterday. See, I start talking about this. My voice starts going up. See, I got to dial it back in. But um, I, I don't know why. You have to question. Why are why are so many people in powerful positions like YouTube executives, for example, why are they scared to death of even an open discussion or a dialogue right. on, on COVID? You know, facts. Uh, I mean, the quote, the science is, is evolving, mm-hmm. is changing. Why is, why is a certain viewpoint shut down as misinformation? A lot of times that's mis- that misinformation turns out to be true later on down the road. Sure. You remember what happened with the Wuhan lab mm-hmm. and all the uh, media and the, scient- the scientists at first saying it, it was a uh, animal uh is a bat animal born mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and born's not the right word so why doesn't youtube shut down fauci because fauci keeps changing the story first we were told vaccines that's it take the vaccine and you're cool now he gets on nbc news this morning he gets says you know the power of the vaccines it's it's kind of diminishing f- faster than what we thought so okay you hear what you just said then what we thought then what we thought okay then what we thought yeah okay so why, you're right. So why can why can Dr. Fauci get away with saying then what we thought? Yes. When a month ago or six weeks ago he said no, we're good. You got the vaccine; it'll fight fight out the variant. Mm-hmm. Did yes. he say that? He absolutely said that. Okay, this so he's saying now you need a booster. So now he's revised his the science. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Which, by the way, under normal circumstances, I would have no problem with that because we all, uh, you know, as as things are evolving and changing. And, and there's a lot of unknowns. Uh, I'm I'm good with scientists or doctors changing their views to yes. in light to reflect of, the facts in light of new 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 uh, new evidence. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But here's the problem: he's able to do that, but somebody like Dr. Rand Paul, who's simply citing studies that show that cloth masks are ineffective against the virus, that's banned. You can't even have that conversation. You yeah. can't even. 
So it's a it's completely one sided. Uh, the the public discussion here, and and uh, it's so it makes you wonder when this kind of thing happens, when people don't even want to allow people to speak, mm-hmm. who are professionals in their field, like uh, the doctor we had on yesterday. You have to say, why are they wanting to completely shut down any discussion, debate on COVID? Yeah, and it's all one sided. Why is that? We'll talk about that. Maybe there's another agenda at play here. Mm-hmm. Be back in a moment. AFA Accident. Announcing AFA.net slash connect. One news now. It's the one click that will link you to so many AFA platforms. Pick and choose which updates you want to receive. Easily subscribe or unsubscribe. American Family Studio. And to quote our privacy policy, American Family Association will not sell, rent, or lease your personal information to outside organizations. AFA Journal. Make a better connection with AFA at AFA.net slash connect. What would it be like if every person knew that they were created in the image of God? After two years in the making, American Family Studios proudly presents In His Image, delighting in God's plan for gender and sexuality. There are only two sexes, male or female. If you're conceived with a Y chromosome, you will develop into a male. In His Image is a documentary featuring life-changing testimonies of former LGBT individuals. In my most formative years of development of sexuality, I went through a brutal time of uh, sexual distortion, molestation. Visit InHisImage.movie to watch In His Image. Well, everybody, welcome to this unboxing video as we unbox. My hormone blockers. In His Image from American Family Studios is available now for free viewing. Visit InHisImage.movie. You're made in the image of God. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Starn. Stand by for news and commentary next. As you plan your summer college visits, add Liberty University to the list. With many visiting options to choose from, you're sure to find the right one to fit your schedule. Spend a few hours exploring campus with our student-led team at Tour LU, dig deeper and learn more about life at Liberty during Experience LU, or take your next steps towards becoming a student at Decide LU. Learn more and register today by texting VISIT to 49596. Again, that's VISIT to 49596. See you this summer. Loudoun County, Virginia is now home to one of the most sexually liberal school districts in the nation. The school board voting overwhelmingly to force teachers to embrace a radical gay agenda. Parents were literally shut out of the school board meeting, hundreds forced to stand outside in a rainstorm while the radicals made sweeping changes. New policies will force teachers to use preferred pronouns. Boys who think they are girls must be allowed to participate in sports based on their preferred gender. The new policy will also allow boys to use the girls' bathroom and locker rooms. At least one teacher has already been punished. Tanner Cross was removed from the classroom after he refused to comply. He's filed a lawsuit alleging his religious liberty has been violated. Another Christian teacher resigned earlier this week. Silence in the face of evil is evil itself. Thank goodness these brave teachers are speaking out. Meanwhile, parents, you need to get your kids out of Loudoun County schools. I'm Todd Stearns. Beloved, we are now children of God, and what we will be has not yet been revealed. We know that when Christ appears, we will be like Him, for we will see Him as He is. And everyone who has this hope in Him purifies himself just as Christ is pure. 1 John 3, 
2 and 3. American Family Radio. This is Today's Issues. Email your comments to comments at AFR.net. Past broadcasts of Today's Issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of Today's Issues. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to Today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network. The name of the show is Today's Issues. If you want to follow us on Facebook, YouTube, you can do that. Facebook, we post the stories that we talk about here on the program. Just type in Today's Issues. We also live video stream the show. By the way, yesterday's uh, interview with Dr. Peter McCullough was a very popular segment. We had him on for like half an hour, and uh, I, I want you to go. If you want to go and listen to that, it's available on our podcast. Our podcast, just go to AFR.net. Uh, but that was that was fascinating. Got a lot it's, of response for that. Sure Do- Dr. Peter McCullough. Yeah. So. Well, it goes to what you were talking about before the break, Tim, is that we should be listening to other voices besides Dr. Fauci. Uh, there are other doctors out there, experts like Dr. McCullough, <laughs> who are well-versed in all of this, maybe better educated than Dr. Fauci on this, who has a different opinion. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like I said yesterday, uh, tell me what other virus, what other disease that we shut down any discussion or debate to favor one side. We don't do it. We don't do that. Tell, uh, as I said, uh, with cancer, for example, what are the, what are the most popular treatments for cancer? You got chemotherapy, you got radiation. Sometimes you have extraction of a particular organ, whatever the case may be. All right. Uh, now there's proton therapy. Also, there's new technology. Okay. It's being used. All right. What if the, uh, Dr. Fauci's of the world, Decided, you know what? Uh, no more talk of radiation. Nope. We're shutting that down mm-hmm. because that's not following the science. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, what if they started doing that? Mm-hmm. Or uh, or they would disallow discussion or debate. It's only one way, and you can't even have a conversation yeah. about. Uh, so what I'm saying is you have people like uh, Dr. McCullough mm-hmm. yesterday if you look at his credentials, <laughs> uh, he's right up there with any of them. Yes, uh, on, on this uh, on this area of infectious disease, in my opinion. Well, it's not my opinion. Go look at his credentials. Mm-hmm. So, and and there are others too who are, who are speaking out uh, with with different takes on the same data, for example. Mm-hmm. And as Doctor McCullough said yesterday. He said, "No two doctors agree." Yeah, uh, uh, not all the time. That's why they have teams of doctors. That's right. That that do rounds or do studies or do research. Mm-hmm. So, um, and sometimes you can have the same information, and people come to different conclusions about what it means, mm-hmm. or how to address it, or mm-hmm. how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So, this uh, this you know totalitarian communist type approach to information uh, by evidence of what I mentioned. was There's a lot of evidence, but the latest is which would uh, Dr. Rand Paul, the United States Senator from Kentucky, 
uh, cites two peer-reviewed studies saying that cloth masks are ineffective against COVID. And that's wiped off YouTube, and he's put in he's put in time out. What is it? Uh, on our last newscast at the last top of the clock, we had Dr. Sapphire, Sapphire mm-hmm. is that her name? It's a medical expert on Fox. And she was talking about the mask issue. She said, uh, is it one out of every 200 children are in danger of, of getting uh, COVID? I think that's what she said. I don't recall. Ha- as opposed it's minuscule. to... Uh, yeah, as opposed to, and I think it's 6% of kids are in danger of getting a, another respiratory uh, disease, mm-hmm. RS, RSV. RSV. So the danger of getting RSV is greater than getting COVID. You mean because of wearing masks because all day? Because of wearing the masks all day. But, <laughs> but you see, there she is. There, there's another doctor who is an expert. She'll probably be shut down. Yeah. I, I just at least now it's not complete censorship going mm-hmm. on here because you can still get your message out on places like mm-hmm. Fox, mm-hmm. American Family Radio, other places. Sure. Uh, but it, it's 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 very close mm-hmm. to being the state saying, no, we we will control the messaging completely. Well, uh, banking off that, I did pull up the story on the Rand Paul situation here, which I mentioned earlier. You can read at AFN.net. Down at the bottom, uh, there is a statement from Senator Paul's office, and it says, quote, As a libertarian-leaning senator, I think private companies have the right to ban me if they want to. So in this case, I'll just channel that frustration frustration into ensuring the public knows YouTube is acting as an arm of government and censoring their users for contradicting the government. Yeah, yeah. We've never seen, uh, in in my experience at least, a time when there is an official government stance on something and that the media, for the most part, the mainstream, I'm talking about the CNNs, ABC, CBS, and NBC, have gone along with the government in saying we're not even going to report on somebody else's opinion about this. This, this, this is, we're, we're on unusual times here. Yeah. All right, you're listening to today's issues on American Family Radio. Our next guest. Yes, uh, we're delighted, as always, to welcome Jan Markell, who is host of Understanding the Times, heard Saturdays at 1 p.m. Central, Sundays at 12 noon here on AFR. And uh, she is the head of Olive Tree Ministries, comes from the great state of Minnesota. Good morning, Jan. Well, gentlemen, for those of us trying to interpret the times, it's getting more and more challenging. I, I think you would agree. Oh, absolutely. And uh, you've, you've got a conference coming up in a few weeks. Now, you used to have it there in your hometown, and uh, you're moving it down to uh, Southern California, Chino Hills, Calvary Chapel. It's called Behold He Comes. Tell us a little bit about what's on the agenda for that and why it's so important. Yeah, well, thank you, Fred. And and just going back to your discussion that you were having minutes ago, I mean, we are just living in some really challenging times. And if I could just make a reference to my programming from this past weekend featuring Twyla Brace and Dr. McCullough, because I was listening to your comments about Dr. McCullough. You talk about a voice, that two voices that should never be silenced, Twyla Brace and, and Dr. McCullough because they're they're revealing some fascinating and very, very important information that, quite frankly, 
is being silenced. But uh, I, you know, Fred, and you've been to my conferences <clears throat> here in Minneapolis, and um, just because things are goofy up here, you know, I mean, this is turning into you know, the Islamic state of, of Minnesota. I mean, it's just getting really difficult. Um, for a lot of reasons here. So not to mention all the COVID shutdowns and the COVID rules and regulations of the last year and a half. So we had to, we had to say no to our conference holding it in 2020 and 2021. And I've had 24 events here over the, over uh, since 2002, brought in hundreds of thousands of people over time here. And to pull the plug has been a painful, painful decision. Mm-hmm. So Pastor Jack Hibbs, Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, said, why don't we just do it out here? And here's the interesting thing. California is no more free than Minnesota or New York. But in Chino Hills, California, the authorities leave Jack Hibbs alone because they know the tremendous things that church is accomplishing, not just for the kingdom, but for the community. So the authorities just leave leave him alone. They don't force him to you know, enforce a lot of rules and regulations. It'll be Jack Hibbs, myself, Amir Sarfati, and um, Barry Stagner, and you can live stream it. If you just go to my website, olivetreeviews.org, views as in viewpoint, olivetreeviews.org, find out all the information. There are no t- uh, tickets left, um, but the live streaming is available for everyone. Now, the title of the conference, as I said, is Behold, He Comes. Yeah. Uh, why do you want to focus on Bible prophecy, and what is the need in the Christian community to talk about this? Well, Fred, I think you gentlemen would agree that um, there's there's an air—I'm going to use a word that's strong—of almost hopelessness out there, and that's because We've gone through a year and a half of restrictions, of shutdowns, of businesses being not just closed, but put out of business. There's just a lot of despair, and there's fear. I think the biggest thing I sense from emails coming into this ministry and even calls is the degree of fear that's been instilled in people, I think intentionally, uh, in the last year and a half. And as believers, um, I, I don't think we need to be afraid I think we need to know that um, the last days are going to be perilous. They're going to be tough. There's no question about that. But what a privilege we are to be members of this last generation, to see the things the Bible foretold would happen coming about in our generation. The prophets of old long to see this, and we get to see it. We'll talk about those things um, on September the 11th. That's the date of that fall conference in California. We're going to talk about it in my program again this weekend, because even though we're in very, very tough times from every standpoint, every standpoint, uh, none of this caught God by surprise, none of it. Uh, He is in control totally, and he is orchestrating things so that they fall into place for his end-time agenda. Is there a conference site that people can go to to sign up? website? Uh, they can go They can go directly to BeholdHeComes.org and sign up for the live stream, or they can go to my website, and that we will direct you to BeholdHeComes.org to sign up for the live stream. And we encourage a church to sign up and bring folks in for the day. I promise you there'll be cutting-edge information that will help you cope with these crazy times. 
All right. Thank you, Jan. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye. Take Bye-bye. care. Uh, did you guys see in the Philadelphia PA a new indoor mask mandate where the mayor is telling folks they need to, <clears throat> they need to mask up with two? Two masks? What? Hmm. I, I'm now. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. I'm reading this as I go. But yeah, a couple. You need a couple masks there in Philly. Um, let, let me make sure I'm accurate about that. But I was reading it off Drudge. But uh, yeah. So they have the Rocky version of the virus there. <laughs> Is this one? I found something to back up what Steve or what Steve, what Tim just shared. Yeah. I'm not eligible to be president. Yeah, either. you're not going to be president. So you can call me whatever you want. <laughs> Thanks, you, Walker. You can stay on the show. Starting September 1st. Well, not all whatever city. you want, but you know, within reason, you can call me whatever you want. Starting September 1st, all city employees will be required to be fully vaccinated if they work inside or be double masked. That's from the CBS Either or? station there. Either or. Double. Come on. <laughs> Until Fauci says you got to wear three. Double, double mask. Are they wanting them to die for, for, for carbon monoxide poisoning or no oxygen? You know what they're doing there. This is the Philadelphia mayor. Mm-hmm. Basically, that's what he's saying. They're probably, they probably had a meeting where they go, you know, these people don't want to get vaccinated. <laughs> Let's make it uncomfortable. We'll we'll, we'll 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 let them go unvaccinated. We just tell them they got to. These are city employees, right? Mm-hmm. We just tell them they got to wear two masks, and we'll watch how we'll watch them either. Yeah. And as they pass out, right on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, uh, there is pushback across the country against forced vaccinations. There is. Yes. Uh, At a big event yesterday, walkout Wednesday. Uh, Liberty Council was sponsoring right. something nationwide, Walkout Wednesday, encouraging people to leave their workplace or school at noon their time to protest forced vaccinations upon people. Well, also uh, three major airlines yesterday. Yes. Uh, Southwest, American. Delta, and American mm-hmm. all announced that they would not require their employees to get a vaccination or be fired. Yep. Now, like, pre- like United has. United has done that. They've said vaccination or you're out of here. That's right. That's what they've said. Okay. So I think there's three reasons why these other airlines, uh, I think United's making a mistake, but the other airlines we mentioned, that's pretty big news, Mm -hmm. but number one, they're short of employees already. Mm -hmm. Okay. Number two, those airlines are in the airline industry. I mean, they sometimes had to cancel flights because they don't have enough uh, flight attendants or pilots. Mm Mm-hmm. Number two, uh, the the vaccines, uh, in quotes, uh, the shots, uh, aren't. I put them in quotes because they're. We don't call them the flu vaccine, and, and right, mm-hmm. it's a shot. Mm-hmm. It's a shot. So, they're proving against the variant to be in effect. Well, not completely ineffective, but. <clears throat> According to the Mayo Clinic, the Pfizer vaccine is 42% effective against uh, the Delta variant. Correct. And the Moderna is like 
uh, in the 70s. It's more effective, for sure. More, more effective. According to the Okay, officials. so I'm going back to the reasons why these three major airlines have said we're not firing people who don't want to get the vaccine. Number one, they're short of staff already. Number two, the these vaccines uh, that uh, are being forced are being showed, shown to be uh, less than stellar uh, against the variant. So mm-hmm. you have to say, well, <clears throat> why do we want to force people to get a vaccine that doesn't work very well against what's out there now? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And the third thing I think mm-hmm. is you, you could potentially have a, have a serious class action lawsuit. Uh, what, I don't know what class action lawsuit isn't serious, but what I mean is, uh, what if what if one of these airlines were to fire, let's say, 10, 15, 20% of their <clears throat> employees because they wouldn't get a vaccine, and then uh, these employees band together and say, what you've done is unconstitutional, right? Or maybe it violates some kind of worker mm-hmm. uh, union agreement. I don't know. It seems like to me that would be potentially the case then and and the and these employees went to court and said listen we're being forced to take an experimental drug or we lose our jobs yeah um i think they'd have a good case yep i really think they would have a good case yeah in court now if if the uh if the if the uh moderna pfizer and others were shown to be very very effective against the variant and or, um, or, or uh, you you weren't anyway. I, I just don't think that. I think that's those are the reasons why these airlines uh, yeah. said no. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Chris. I would not be surprised though if one or maybe even all of the airlines change. change and the what? reason I say change their policy here, and the only reason I say that is because the left is very good at raising a stink. At corporations, particularly with social media, where they encourage things, including boycotts against companies that don't do what they want them to do. And that is actually one of the reasons why a lot of companies have done left-of-center things in recent years in fear of the outcry you're going to get from liberal shareholders and activists and stuff like that on social media and in the shareholder meetings. It's one of the reasons why... You have groups like the uh, the National Center for Public Policy Research, a guy named Justin Danhoff works there, and goes to shareholder meetings to try to confront them about left-of-center policies. And he says, look, I'm just one guy. We need a lot more people to do this because the left is really good at organizing and getting companies to do their bidding. And that's why I say I would not be surprised if they changed their Well, team. that could happen. A couple things here, too, is remember that the uh, pharmaceutical companies that created the shots, mm-hmm. otherwise known as vaccines, uh, they 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 cannot be held liable for uh, side effects or death if somebody dies and they say and that you know you can't go to court to uh, to try to prove that said vaccine caused the death. That was one of the conditions that they operated under because it was an emergency. It's an emergency situation. Mm. And by the way, I I uh, under, completely understand why pharmaceutical companies would insist. Mm-hmm on that because they're being asked to rush something mm-hmm. into the market and they don't have 
Okay, I'm just going to say this out loud. They don't have full confidence that it's completely safe. They can't. Beca- uh, altogether. Mm-hmm. Uh, altogether. Mm-hmm. Because uh, otherwise, why wouldn't you care? Why, why would you insist on we can't be sued? You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but, but like I said, if I were lawyers for these companies, I would I would do the same thing. Absolutely. I don't blame them in that regard. But if you don't, but if you're not, if you know you're not going to be held responsible or, or or liable, it gives you a whole different mindset, right? So you got that going on. Um. Uh, so I don't know. We're, we'll see where all this goes with corporations. Now, now here's the thing. I, I would differentiate, and I don't know maybe some people would disagree with me, maybe you guys do, on the coer- coercive nature of some companies saying either you get vaccined or we're firing you, which mm-hmm. that's, that's out there, versus uh, either you get the vaccine or we're going to test you weekly for COVID. I think that's, uh, I don't think that's as bad. You get a choice. Yeah, you get a choice. I don't mind. I wouldn't. Who likes having that thing uh, uh, run up your nose? Uh, will you get your brain tickled? Well, yeah, will you get your brain tickled? But but if you want to say, okay, we're going to do that once a week, um, okay. Uh, if I can keep my job, I'm willing to do that. And if, if I got got something, got COVID, then I'll, mm-hmm. I'll know it and I'll go home. Well, the other thing is some people say, well, gee whiz, the military has been ordering its people to get vaccinations for years. I was in the military for a while mm-hmm. and got vaccinations because you're going to be deployed for various places all over the world. So you get hepatitis shots and all that kind of thing. But weren't they real vaccines? They were real vaccines. That's the point. With years of data. Right. Years of data, years of testing. We know what we're doing Yes, here. But this is the first time at least in my experience, that private corporations now, like United Airlines, are saying, you're going to get this medical treatment or you're not going to work for us. We're going to fire you. Yeah, or you're going, to get, you're, going to get the, you're going to get a shot that sends something into your bloodstream that the FDA hasn't approved yet. Yes. <laughs> or we're going to fire you. Or you're, yeah. fired. Yes. Or you're fired. By the way, does anyone know... The rumor has been that the Food and Drug Administration is uh, weeks away or sooner from approving the Pfizer vaccine. Is that? Yeah, that what- I wouldn't even call it rumor. It's been uh, in a whole bunch of places across left, right, and center news outlets. Well, is that true? It is. Yeah, it's it's expected. So are they to be, going to? It it appears to be, and even Fauci uh, has said that he thinks that will quote ease some of the concerns out there for the people that have yet decided to get the shot because then I think it will. It will. Get- Approval. I think it will. It's it's for I haven't had the uh, the shot because I have natural antibodies. Mm-hmm. But uh, now again, you guys may disagree with me, and some of our listeners may too. That does to me, uh, even though the Federal Drug Administration is it Food and Drug Administration is a federal government agency. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, I've never known. I've never thought of them as being political. So if they, there's a reason why they withheld uh, approving sure. of these drugs, mm-hmm. of these of the vaccines yeah. yet. So they're evidently, uh, now they may yet do 
do this from Moderna and Pfizer and whatever the other ones sure. are, but they haven't done it yet. AstraZeneca is another one out there, but the three in the U.S. tend to be Pfizer, so Moderna, and Johnson If they do Johnson. put their stamp of approval on it, mm-hmm. uh, for me, that would be another level of uh, that I would say, okay, that's that makes it more, that make, puts my sure. mind at ease more uh, when the FDA approves it. But it has, but right now you're going, uh, this is why I don't understand why people try to shame those who haven't got the vaccine or who have legitimate questions. Correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, but during the testing, the initial testing that was done, they did not test pregnant women. Uh, These drugs. I've been told that. Yes, Yes, they didn't. And they didn't test little kids. Hey, listen, I've, I've, I've I've, uh, no several doctors Mm -hmm. and not, not M and M. What do you call it? Epidemiologist or uh, just MDs, okay, yeah. family physicians mm-hmm. and so forth, who said they would no way would they recommend giving the any of these vaccines to people who are uh, are pregnant uh, 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 of childbearing yes years yeah <laughs> or little kids or little kids yeah. Now, Pennsylvania is one state that's really pushing people 12 and up to get vaccinated. They are about 63% vaccination right now in the state of Pennsylvania. And this week, the governor uh, said he wants all state employees that work in healthcare facilities to get vaccinated or undergo strict testing. And they're also encouraging, again, everybody 12 and up to, uh, to get vaccinated there or get the shot. Where is that? In Pennsylvania. In Philadelphia. I, I see a story here now. They've just gone to three masks. <laughs> Give it time. <laughs> Maybe go. Why not five? You get the shot or you wear three masks. Then the goggles, then the face shield. Well, yeah, the next is the hazmat suits. NASA helmet. <laughs> yes. So the three masks. What did you just say? <laughs> Can't understand anybody in Philadelphia. It's hard enough as it is. <laughs> you haven't put two or three masks on, you forget it. It'd be another language. Okay, thank you, Chris Woodward. Thank you. Fred and I, Tropical Storm Fred and I, shall return in five minutes with more. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.